Well, welcome back uh, again to the Down to Earth podcast, where I have very simple down to earth conversations with local church pastors. And I have a very unique privilege of being with uh, the Bishop Harry Williams here in Jacksonville, Florida. Um, and it's kind of funny. I work with Enterprise Rent a Car, so shameless plug for Enterprise. But Mr. Williams here, uh, I can't play favorites, but you're probably one of the coolest <laughs> <laughs> regulars that we have. Praise God. Uh, so it's been fun getting to know Mr. Williams over the past few months. And um, it all started just by renting cars, but then there was a mutual friend of yours yes. Um, yes. that I rented a car to, and you, you pulled up, and he was like, is that is that Harry Williams? And I was like, yeah, that's, that's Mr. Williams. <laughs> and he was like, no way, man. We were childhood friends. And uh, he told me you were a pastor. So that's how I yes. found out. And then that next time uh, I, I mentioned to you, I have this podcast. And again, you're taking some time. I know you had a busy day today, but thank you for uh, yeah being willing to sit down and talk about your church and your, your life. And um, that means a lot. So yeah, no I appreciate it. Um, one of the first things too, another thing I'll say, after I met you, um, the second time we talked, one of the first things you asked me was, how's your wife doing? And that just meant a lot because we had met one time prior and I had talked about being married and um, the fact that you remembered I was married and she worked at the hospital. Right. So I, I appreciate that. I'll always, I'll always stick. So, uh, but how are you? How, how, how are you man, doing? I'm well, man. I Good. appreciate you having me today. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You had said earlier, you got your son back. Yeah. From school, so you got yeah. some more family time? Yeah, yeah, I got my son back. My youngest son, I actually have four kids, um, two girls, two boys. Um, my youngest son, he plays basketball in Augusta, okay. and um, he's home for um, for a few weeks, so I'm just enjoying my time Good. training him. Yeah, that's right. And um, <laughs> getting up at um, 5 a.m., training him. There you um, go. Now that he's older, it's a little bit easier training him now. Before we train, he used to, we used to fuss about the first 20 minutes. <laughs> Every day we used to fuss, and so he don't fuss as much now. He, there you go. Yeah, he 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 don't he don't put up any kind of um, restraints now. So That's um, good. it's a little bit. He's got the mama uh, mentality. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. He's he's trying to get there. He's not there yet. So <laughs> I'm hoping that he'll get there. He's he's 19, so he's growing into his age now and his and his body. Yeah, there you go. That's cool. Well, that's good. I know family's important, so I'm glad. I'm sure both you and your wife both, you know, I'm yeah. sure mom's real happy to, yeah, to have yeah. him back. Oh, of course. Too. She got a baby home. Yeah, Yeah, that's she right. got a baby home. <laughs> she, she not, now she's cooking now more than she, she's cooked since, you know, we, we're, we're empty nesters, so she's able to, she, she's cooking now. Um, awesome. And so anything he wants, he get a, he get a chance to there get him go. some homemade food, <laughs> and so she loves that. So That's yeah. good. Well, tell, tell us a little bit about your story, kind of... Um, you know, you can start from the beginning. I know you're from this area. So it's kind of how you came to faith in Jesus, man. man like, what did that look like? Man, born and raised here, right here in Jacksonville, Florida. Um, I actually, um, I'm the youngest of seven. No way. Yeah, I'm one yeah, of eight. Yeah. I'm in the middle of eight. Really? So, yeah. Wow. Yeah, man. I'm the youngest of seven. Um, I'm actually a twin, um, but my twin passed, fraternal twins. Um, my twin passed away at 15. Mm. At 15 years old, she had wow. double pneumonia. And um, so we born and raised in this neighborhood. My, my, my um, grandparents on my mother and my father's side lived in this, both, all, both of them um, lived in the same neighborhood, okay. you know, all, all my life. Mm. And um, I um, went to local school here. Um, actually, um, after graduation, I got into the streets, basically, mm. you know. Um, yeah. I, I'm an ex-basketball player, so I got in, um, I got in a little trouble um, going into my senior year um actually um hanging out and i remember my dad my dad was a truck driver and during this time it was the late 80s 
um, you know, 80s, um, you know, crack cocaine came, hit the streets. Yeah. Um, all the kids was hanging out or whatever. And I remember my father saying to me, um, um, man, that corner going to get you. That corner going to get you. He's always saying that. That corner yeah. going to get you. I said, every time I pull around the corner, pull up, I see you out there on the block. And so at that time, I just was hanging out, you know, wasn't doing I wasn't doing anything. Just was hanging out with all the other kids on the block. And um, in this particular um, time, um, some officers rolled up, and some guys I know, mm -hmm. um, they had gotten out of the car prior, before the officers pulled up, and they had narcotics on them, and they mm -hmm. threw the narcotics down, and it covered them up with the you know with the leaves stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. And so um, when the police officers pulled up, they actually um, found the drugs and as they found the drugs all of us had dispersed right. and so me and one of the guys who threw the drugs down we were walking um heading towards my my house mm -hmm. and as we were walking heading towards my house um we we kept looking back and the officer that found the drugs he found the drugs and at the same time he looked up and when he looked up he we caught his eye and so another police officer was, was pulling up at the time and he and he motioned to him to to come um, out to us. Yeah, yeah. And so by the time he came out to us, I was right in my driveway. Now in my mind, I was thinking run, but then my other side of my where you what you running for? Right. This, these, these ain't your it's drugs. Yours, yeah. What you running for? So anyway, um, now hindsight twenty twenty, I, I wish I would have ran. But anyway, <laughs> um, so so um, so the police stopped us, and um, when he stopped us right in front of our driveway. My mother, my sister was walking, um, coming out the house. They saw the police put up. So they was walking out the house down the driveway. And the officer told my, my, um, my mother that he saw us throw down drugs, which was a lie. Correct. And um, so he, so I had just turned 18 at the time. Okay. He had, I think he was like 16. So they put us in separate cars and they end up, um, um, telling my mom them they were gonna talk to us, and next thing I know, I was on Bay Street. I was on Bay Street um, in jail, yeah. and um, so I was in jail for about um, maybe three days, and um, I had to get um, a, a, a bond, and I end up getting out, and so I had to transfer high schools, and so that pretty much um, I was in the halfway house really for my um, part of my senior year, maybe three months of my senior year. So that really that really um, put a halt to my basketball career. I had, I had sure. dreams of going to play for, um, I was a pretty good athlete. I had dreams to play for either Florida or Georgetown okay. at the time. Okay. And um, so anyway, fast forward, um, I get out, um, get out of high school, um, not really knowing what I wanted to do. Um, I end up going to um, Fire Academy, the Fire Academy. And um, coming straight out of high school, at the time they were hiring, they needed, they needed more African-American firefighters. And so there was a push to, and so I um, ended up going, um, enrolling in Firefighter Academy. And um, when I was enrolling in Firefighter Academy, you know, everybody was hanging out, all of my friends. So I tried to burn both sides of the camera. Yeah. I was hanging out, going to class, hanging out, I mean, going to, going to firefighter school, hanging out, and I ended up right. failing out of firefighter school. Okay. So I fell out of firefighter school. I'm like, wow. So man, I did the whole street scene, you know, hanging out, um, hustling, and um, there was this guy in this neighborhood, 
Um, he's deceased now. His name is Lester Williams. He actually worked for Crowley Maritime, one of the sh biggest shipping companies yeah, in yeah. the nation. Mm -hmm. So he was a big wig for Crowley Maritime. Wow. And so he used to see me periodically, you know, because he lived in the same neighborhood, you know, was born and raised. And um, he used to see me all the time. And he used to say, um, well, um, Harry, man, you ain't like the rest of these guys, man. Let me help you. Let me help you. And, um, you know. Uh, let me help you put, um, get on the ships, man. Become a merchant seaman, man. And I kept telling them, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, at this time, I was in the street scene. I had, I had a little money, you know. Um, had a little money at the time. And um, I had a friend of mine that um, that lost his life, got murdered. Mm -hmm. And, um, and which I knew, I had, you know, I knew a lot of guys that I know that, you know, lost their life. But it just hit home with him because we were real close. And um, he got murdered. And after that, I went to the guy and I told him, I, I asked him, I said, man, what do I need to do? Mm. And so by this time, I'm 22 now. So um, he told me everything I needed to do. And um, at 22, I was in South Carolina on the dock looking up at this big old ship like, what in the world I got myself into? <laughs> and uh, man, so I became a merchant seaman. That, that ended up, um, I became a merchant seaman. I was a merchant seaman for um, 10 years exactly. And by the time I was 26, I, I had traveled the world three times mm. at 26 years old, man. And, um, and you know, after that, um, I got out. Um, I went back when I was on the ship. It, it always used to be in my mind about the firefighter class. Yeah, yeah. That, that stuck in my mind because, mm -hmm. you know, I hate failing. You sure, know what I mean? Sure. And I used to always think about, man, you know, fell out of class, man. And um, so um, I went back. I went back, um, but before before I go there, I actually um, it was it was a friend of mine, um, um, Joe Chappelle. He's actually from this neighborhood as well. His his parent, his grand, he grew up on this street as well. My grandparents lived actually where our church parking lot okay. is where my grandparents' home used to be. No way. Yeah, and this church, my grandparents went here. My mother, my mother went here okay. at, at this church here, and um, so. Um, we were, um, he had moved back in town from New York. He worked at a Wall Street firm in New York. And and he happened to um, come home and um, we were talking about doing some business together. You know, mm -hmm. he was in, I, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't versed in, you know, financial market. It's something he knew. Yeah. And, um, but I had a little money um, and he wanted to actually start a business. And we talked about, you know, us opening a firm and all of that good stuff. Um, um, but before then I went back, mm -hmm. I went back to school. I went back to school, um, became a firefighter. Um, never got, I never got hired on in Jacksonville. I, I was, a, I went to Albany, Albany, Georgia. Okay. And, um, a friend of mine, um, by the name of Terry Hardiman, we, he went to, he went to Florida and M university and we were friends then. And at that time I had decided that, um, you know, maybe I need to go to school. Maybe I need to go back to school. And I was contemplating going, enrolling in college. Right. Mm -hmm. But all of my friends, they were actually about to graduate and come home. And right. so, um, so I'm kind of a little older now. <laughs> and so, um, I remember him calling me and telling me, he said, um, man, you know that, um, that Albany fire department is hiring. And I, so and he was moving there straight out of college that mm -hmm. he got his first engineering job there. And so, um, I end up going to Albany. Georgia, mm -hmm. going back through the firefighter academy in Georgia. So I was certified in Florida, oh, and I got certified in Florida as well. And I ended up taking the firefighter job there 
for for so I was a firefighter there for about a year, year and a half, and um, on my way while I was there, um, I wasn't saved at the time, but I I, used, I was going to church mm -hmm. right, mm -hmm. you know always you know in in, in our home, we was raised in the church mm -hmm. right. Even if, even if my parents didn't go, they made sure we went. Even if we had to catch the bus or whatever, yeah. um, church bus, you know, we, um, so, um, you know, so it was always, that foundation was there, right? right. And then it, it, um, when I was 15, we, my coach, um, Coach Bernard Wilkes at uh, Reebok High School, he used to take us to church. He was a member of Abyssinia Baptist Church, and he used to take all his players there. And so at 15, I gave my life to the Lord. But, you know, you know, when you're young, you give your life to the Lord four or five times, you know. Yeah. And so um, so I gave my life to the Lord at 15, you know, wasn't serious about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So but it was there. The, the seed was there. And when I was in Albany, I used to go go to church all the time and visit different churches. And I always felt like um, that the Lord was like pulling on me. Right. And um, this particular day, I think it was a Saturday, 1996, my um, one of my friends um, named Chad Fan, he actually played. He's from Jacksonville. We went to high school together. He he went on to play. Um, he played at Arizona for three years, San Francisco for three years. And he played with Green. He played with um, Minnesota. Wow. He and his brother came to visit me in Albany and they were talking to me about the Lord. And so they was asking me, why wasn't I saved? They say, well, you you knew the Bible because, you know, I always read the Bible, always, whether I was living, saved or not. All, and, right. and, I, and I was always able to have a conversation with them about the Bible. And he, he asked me, he said, um, why, why you ain't saved? And I said, man, what do y'all want me to tell you? Y'all don't know why. <laughs> and um, But, man, I went in the shower that day. And when I went in the shower, I felt the presence of the Lord so strong. And I shower. And that day, I gave my life to the Lord in 1996. Mm -hmm. So I've been walking with the Lord since 1996, man. Mm -hmm. 1996, I got ordained. Um, and I got saved here. This this church used to be St. Joseph United Methodist Church. So okay. when I first got saved, I was visiting three churches at the time. I was visiting um, St. Joseph United Methodist Church. I was visiting Bethel Baptist Mm -hmm. downtown mm -hmm. and I was visiting shallow Baptist those three churches so this was the least this was the least favorite is shallow uh, Sh shallow is metropolitan yeah HP Charles yes is that his exactly yeah, yeah. exactly mm -hmm. but he wasn't there at that time oh, okay, okay. he wasn't there um, um so um when I I was visiting those churches and I just basically was coming here out of convenience I lay around the corner you know what I mean? Sure. Um, sure. I wanted to go to those churches because, they, you know, they had all the people, they had yeah. young people, you know, all the girls was there. You know, this church here was basically on the downside in terms of um, they wasn't doing a lot of evangelism. Mm -hmm. Right. And so it was because this church used to be one of the most prominent United Methodist churches in the city. This church here, okay. it had, it had, um, you know, very professional people here. Um, they had um, some doctors here. They had some um um, school teachers, you know, but they had died off basically. And so the Lord told me to join this church and I couldn't figure out why I'm like, join this church. But it was, um, but my late pastor, um, um, who was here, Reverend Neil Garvin. And as I began to come here and serve him. So when I came here, he had already been in ministry about 44 years. He had already been wow. in ministry for 44 years. And so when I got here, then I began to realize um, why God wanted me to be here. And if it hadn't been for him, mm -hmm. 
I wouldn't take it um, ministry maybe as serious as I do. Sure. You know, he was a yeah. gentle, gentle giant, one of the most, when I tell you, one of the most smartest men that I know to mm -hmm. date. Mm -hmm. This guy was, but he was humble. You know, he had mm -hmm. so much accolade. You wouldn't have never known any of those things about him. He never talked about any of those things. And so, um, and just so just seeing him. And so I was young, I was coming in, I was, I was fired up. You know, um, I had a zeal, but the Bible say, talks about um, a zeal, but not according to knowledge, right? Mm -hmm. I had a zeal, I was excited, um, but God allowed me to really just really understood, you know, understand like how um, it worked, you know what I mean? And so right. certain things I used to get bothered by, I felt like they didn't, I didn't, um, they didn't treat him right. I felt like that they didn't, they didn't honor him as much as they should. They didn't take care of him as much as they should. And I remember um, they had a um, board meeting and I remember coming and I remember getting bothered. And I, I remember telling them, I, I actually said this uh, um, shamely. I said, um, <laughs> I said, um, I said, this board is a joke. Mm -hmm. And I said, um, this ain't God church, this y'all church. And I remember saying that. And, and so the spirit of the Lord rebuked me. And he told me, he said, be what you want to see. And so he said, whatever you think that they're not doing, you do. And so from that day forward, you know, what I thought that they wasn't doing, I did, you know. And, um, and so we just, um, things just took off from there. And then in 1999, um, I got ordained in okay. 1999. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, it's been, and I, I left here, I, I forgot how many years I was here, but I ended up moving to Atlanta. And um, I joined another church in Atlanta. Um, they were there about eight months old when I joined them and um, I ain't go in as no minister I ain't going as nothing I didn't come in saying oh I'm a minister oh I'm a minister I'm a minister give me a position yeah. I went in as a straight a straight parishioner and um, a few years later um, got ordained again um, I was associate pastor I was associate pastor and a youth pastor there okay. and so um, my pastor at the time there he was um, a pastor but he also was an accountant by trade and so he, he was doing some um, work for the uh, Atlanta Braves. He was traveling, he was an accountant. And, um, and so um, during those times of him traveling, um, it gave me an opportunity to, to know how the church was ran. I got my start here, sure. but going there because he would leave me in charge. And so I, you know, I, I, you know, I got my, you know, I got my footwear, so to, so to speak, about sure. you know people learning, people learning what it what what, what it meant to really just lead, right. you know, and um, and it, it was a beautiful thing. Yeah, no, yeah, that's awesome. It's it's cool to hear all of that um, from like so many different routes. Yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> like for you to grow up going to church, even though maybe your parents didn't, and um, just to see how God uses you know your. Uh, you know, like you said, you gave your life to him when you were 15, and then firefight school, you fell, went to, you know, the merchant stuff. Like, you just, you've done a lot. The Lord's brought you through a lot. Yeah, he sure has. Um, and, and now you're here, you know, um, leading this church, which is, is really, really cool. So, um, and you've been here officially for how long? I've now? been back in Jacksonville for 16 years. 16. Been back wow. in Jacksonville for 16 years. When, when we came back, we actually um, um, started in my middle school. Um, around the corner, Matthew there, W. Okay. Gibbon. That's where we started. Gotcha. We started. I remember, and my wife was um, my wife's an attorney, and I remember God just speaking to me. And I we, we were in my um, town home in um, Atlanta, Georgia, Riverdale, Georgia. Um, 
and I was going down the steps and I just felt the spirit of the Lord say, it's time to go back home. Mm-hmm. And I told my wife and I said, and then, and the funny thing that the spirit dropped, like dropped in my, um, dropped in my spirit. He said, in the word international, gave me the name. We have to search for the name in the word international, right? And I told my wife. And so when I told my wife, her friends was like, y'all going? And she had just, <laughs> my youth, my wife graduated number one in law school class. That's number one. Wow. At, but at that time, she was working for one of the um, attorney matches. He's, he's deceased now. Um, mm-hmm. He was one of the most prominent attorneys in Atlanta at the time. He was like an entertainment to the stars or whatever. She, so she worked for him. And she had her own practice, right? And so when her when she told her friends, they're like, wait a minute, y'all going back to Jacksonville mm. to live with your father in law? Yeah. <laughs> and you in back in the old in the little house back in you know, yeah, and so yeah. um so we came and, and, and we always tell this story. Um she came kicking and screaming and um and and not only that she was offered a $182,000 job during the time. And, you know, so of course I wanted her to stay <laughs> and just, <laughs> I wanted yeah. her to stay. You know what, you Very can fly right. home, yeah, you, right. you can fly home, um, you can fly home on the weekends, you know, go, go, you know, go and, you know, stay there. So we end up uh, coming back, um, coming back home and we started in my middle school, man. And cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. What do you what do you feel like you've been here for a long time then, um, serving as pastor and um would you say there's anything your congregation models well? Like man, like I like you would say I love this about my about my church, like the, my people here. Like what would you love, man. Mm-hmm. Everybody who everybody who um have joined or attached themselves to this ministry, that's the first thing they say. I felt the love from the time I walked in, right? And that's been like, you know, that's our model. Everybody, everybody, everybody. That's that's what they say when they when they stand and say why they joined. That's the first thing they say. That when we came in, we felt the love coming in the door. We felt like we had been a part of this all all the while. Right. And so that's um, that makes me proud to to hear them say that. You yeah, know, that especially. They saw, oh yeah. Yeah, if, especially if that's a common theme, like you know we love because we've been so loved by God himself. You better know it. And so for you to have a church that apparently is putting that on display quite well, if people are coming in and um, they're immediately, you know, feeling that and um, committing to, uh, to, to play a part in that, you know, that's, uh, I don't know what else you could ask for, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Kind of on the other side, do you feel like since you've been here, I mean, 16 years, I'm sure a, a lot, I've only been in Jacksonville for, I don't even know if we've been here for three years yet. Wow. Um, so I'm sure you've seen a lot change. Oh, yeah, of course. Um, of course. So do you feel like with your church, do you feel like there's anything in particular you would like to see maybe mature oh, yeah. within your body? Or of course. I, I, man, I, I would like to see, um, you know, the, of course, um, more souls coming into church right mm-hmm. not for not for numbers because i mean we have a pretty 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 you know good number of people but i mean i think that every every it's enough people in jacksonville that's unsaved for every church in jacksonville to be filled mm-hmm. right yeah yeah 
you know, there's a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so I, you know, I definitely would love to see um, more people um, coming, you know, coming into the body of Christ. Um, but as far as the members are concerned, of course, I would, I, I would love to see um, more of us walk into our, you know, walk in our spiritual gifts, you know. Hmm. And um, I, I would love to see, love to see that through with all of us, you know, and all of us, um, you know, just continue to grow and mature in that gift. That, that God has placed inside of us by way sure. of the Holy Spirit, you know. Sure. And, um, so I, I, I definitely, you know, because I think that when we see that gift being matured, you know, we see the church being, you know, being more perfected, right? Sure. Because we'll never be fully perfected. We right. know that until Christ come back. We know that. Right. Um, but the more we walk into those giftings and we start understanding those giftings and we start understanding um, and we start being responsible for those giftings, you know, um, I think the better off, you know, the better off we'll be. Yeah. The more people, the more people we'll be able to serve. Sure. You know. Do you feel like there's any, I don't know how, how many people are here, but mm -hmm. like, do you feel there's something you hear frequently of maybe why people are maybe hesitant or if they say, you know, maybe I, I do feel gifted to be a, a teacher or, you know, hospitality or whatever, you know, those spiritual gifts you want to uh, fill in the blank for each, each member. But like, do you ever feel like you're hearing similar reasons why maybe they are hesitant or is it kind of like they just come to you like, I don't know what to do. Yeah, yeah. You know, like uh, it's, like it's a mixture of stuff. You okay. know what I mean? It's a mixture yeah. of stuff. Why people, um, you know, um, attach themselves, or mixture of stuff. Why people don't attach themselves. And um, mm -hmm. I, you know, I tell people all the time when I was, um, see, when I was um, a young minister, uh, as I said, my my pastor, Pastor Neil Garvin, at the time, because he had been in ministry for forty four years, right? By the time I came along, he was tired, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah. he was happy to see. Somebody come in the door and be like, oh, they want to, you know, here, here you go, here you go. Here you, here you. So you start delegating. Yeah. And so and so the problem was that sometimes that we're that we're we're given things that our character is not has not yet been developed to handle. Right. Yeah. And so um, and so that can be critical. Right. Um, that can be critical um, because we folks watching us. Right. Yeah. Folks who really don't understand what this freedom we have, they don't mm. understand. Mm. Folks that don't understand the grace of God, they don't understand that we you know that that we're not up under the law anymore. They don't understand right. these things, mm. and so um, so they're operating on limited knowledge. Mm. They're operating on stuff that they hear in the street, stuff they've learned along the way, sure. right? And so we have to be. So what? So so one of the things that I, uh, the Bible say, lay hands on no man suddenly, right? I ain't quick to say somebody for me. And I'm not quick to say that they're against me, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Bible say be slow to speak, quick to hear. Yeah, so you know, angry. Yeah. yeah. And so, um, so what I tried to do with with the guys who came in and women who were well intended, like they want to come in, they want to, I want to do this, right. I want to do that, I want to do that, mm -hmm. I want to do that. You know, I made sure that I had a a number one a conversation with them, right? Mm -hmm. So that. So they that they would not think that they're being judged, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And the Bible said, "To whom much is given, much is required." And so to let them know that the Bible said about us putting our hand to the plow, mm -hmm. right? And yep. we put our hand to the plow, not to look back. And so let them know, like this is what you know. What I'm saying this is yep. the responsibility that comes with this, right? right. Yeah. And so um, and let them know that I can't. I'm, I'm not going to do to you what was done to me. 
Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna hold it down until until I see some spiritual maturity. Sure. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, and so um, so we have a mixture. You know, I have I have I have, you know, women and men. Uh, I don't know what to do. The Bible said whatever you find your hands to do, do it. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't have to tell you, like, if you walk in here and you see trash on the floor, I don't have to say, hey, bro, can you get that? <laughs> right. If you walk in the bathroom and you see that you go in the bathroom and it's and it's messy, it smell bad. And you and you know, up under the sink, you know, some bleach up under there, you know, some fabuloso. You know, I, don't, I shouldn't. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, if you yeah. see, um, you know, someone needing help, you know, what I mean, that's that's a good sign to need help. You know what I mean? Right. So you get a mixture of things, um, a, a, a mixture of things of people, um, you know, asking about what can they do, uh, why they can't do certain things. So, you yeah. know, you, you, you get that. Yeah, so there's like a balance of some people maybe do have these gifts, but they're hesitant or they come in, like you said, with all the zeal in the world, but maybe they aren't as mature. That's right. Um, and I know as you know, we talked about, you know, knowledge in and of itself pops up. Right. right. So right. you do need mentors and people to kind of help um, equip and train people for the work of ministry. And um, so it's cool that you you have that kind of balance, it seems like, of, um, you know, we appreciate you wanting to help. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. we want to. But we do need to be wise in going about it. Um, so that, that's really cool. And we hook them up with accountability yeah. partners. You know, yeah. um, if stuff that they want to do, we hook them up with people that's doing it. Right. Sure. You know, and we don't just throw them in the fire. We hook them up with the um, individuals that may be doing something that they think they may want to do. Right. Right. And so uh, and then, you know, we always because it's one spirit. Right. We shouldn't be saying different things. Mm-hmm. It's one spirit. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. It's, it's we got different personalities, but it's one spirit. Right. right? right. And so um, everybody should be saying the same thing because we're not saying our stuff. We saying what the words say. Right. Right. Yeah. So, we, so everybody should be saying the same thing, you know, but they saying it in their personality. Right. right. And so the people who are in in leadership roles, you know, what I mean, they know what what we what leadership expects out of them. Right. right. And so yeah. they convey that to the individual that they're training. You know what yeah. I mean? So yeah, it's, it's, it's been working out pretty good. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Well, it sounds like with our church, like when we have our membership classes, one of the things um, that gets talked about is kind of those expectations. That's right. Like this isn't just your average golf club yeah like no doubt, just a no member doubt. of this it's like this is the this is what the bible says about serving one another and loving one another forgiving one another and all the above that's right um so it's cool that you you put people um in places to be mentored mm-hmm. and to be discipled you that's know, right a good that's right bible word you know that's discipleship right. so that's that's awesome um would you say one of my favorite questions to ask is um is there any you know particular uh, theological belief or conviction that your church holds to, and then you, because you believe this, right? yeah, yeah. because the Bible proclaims this, or, oh, yeah. you know, you, you believe this, this is how we act, you know, like this is putting that into practice. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, well, well, you well, well, you know, when the Bible talks about go to the highways and the byways um, compel men to come that my house may be filled, right? I believe that. I believe that that is it's imperative for us to go out and the Bible said, he who wins souls, they're wise, right? And so I think it's imperative for us to go out and win souls for Christ. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's, you know, it, I, when we first started, um, we don't do it as much now. Um, we used to do skits, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We used to do skits because, you know, obviously we're, we're in the inner city, right? Um, we, 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 we in a, um, not, you know, some would say a rough neighborhood, but we go out and we, 
um, we do skits to prepare people for going out, right? Mm -hmm. Talking to yeah, you know, yeah. different people, mm -hmm. right? And so um, that's that's basically, you know, hey, we got the Great Commission, man. Mm -hmm. We got to go out and we got to win souls and draw people to Christ, man. Mm -hmm. And let people see the love of God, you know, outside these walls. Right. You know, they mm -hmm. got to be able to see it. Like, yes. and, and so one of my terms is, you know, our audio and our video got to match. Yeah. Right. Our right. audio and our video got to match. What we say on Sunday, people got to be able to see it on Monday. Mm. You know okay. what I mean? Yeah. Because on Sunday, we're supposed to be on our best behavior. Right. <laughs> you see what I'm right. saying? Yeah. We're supposed to be. Everybody looking for everybody to be on their best behavior on Sunday. Right. You know what I mean? Yes, but on Monday, you know, mm. what are we going to do on Monday? Are we going to, what, what we've been talking about on Sunday, is it going to be displayed on Monday, the rest of the week? Right. You know? Mm. And so, um, you know, that's, that's, one of our, that's one of our core beliefs, man. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so emphasis on yeah, being obedient to yeah, the Great Commission. That's and, right. Um, evangelizing sharing that's right. the gospel, man. That's, that's right. School. That's always good. <laughs> it it sounds weird sometimes, but it's like I've had pastors on here who would say, Yeah, like it's similar in your in your case, like that's an area that they want to see grow and mature. It's like we just don't evangelize much. Or it doesn't seem like our church maybe fully understands that um this is God uses us that's right. and people uh, through the hearing of God's word. That's right. You know, that's so right. uh, that's cool that you guys have an emphasis on that in your um, in your community. And um, there was something I read on your website. I was going to read it real quick because um, I wanted to maybe have you kind of uh, talk about it a little more in detail. Mm -hmm. um, and this will be the last thing we'll, we'll talk about. No, that's fine. That's fine. Um, it says on on your church website. It says Pastor Harry believes. That the church must embrace the word of God, identify the ills of society, and deliver holistic solutions. In other words, it's time to take the sanctuary into the streets. That's right. He believes it's time for Christians sitting in church week by week to find that the neighborhood, cities, states, and nations remain unchanged. So, yeah, would you mind maybe going into a little bit more detail about um, kind of what you're getting at and kind of how your church is doing that? Taking like you kind of were getting at what's in these walls as we worship Jesus Christ and take that to to your neighborhood here in your in your community and yeah of course um like I said you know I I tell as I mentioned about us going out and winning souls I believe that the the neighborhood shouldn't impact the church the church should impact the neighborhood right and I tell my church all the time if, they, if anybody come in this neighborhood and they don't mention in the word international we're not doing our job hmm. right right um you know, the Bible talks about us being um, a city on a hill, mm -hmm. us being um, the light of right. the world, right? Us mm -hmm. being salt of the earth, right? And so, yeah. and so, and so, we gotta, we we supposed to give the world its flavor, not the other way around. Mm -hmm. The world is supposed to give us its flavor. We supposed to give the world our flavor, right? And the only way that we can get the world our flavor, we gotta get out, right? We gotta get out. Um, we gotta get out. We gotta evangelize. We gotta talk. Um, you know, I I, I always um, challenge. Uh, our members about the marketplace, right? Everybody can't have a microphone, right? Everybody right. can't stand yeah. up in church, you <laughs> sure. know what I'm saying, every yep. Sunday and speak or whatever. But 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 you're so so I always tell our members about wherever you at. Like, you know, I got a um, couple of barbers that's a um, member here. Um tell them, man, listen, your barbershop is your pulpit, mm. right? Whatever you're doing is your pulpit. You know, I, I always um stress to people about, you know, even becoming police officers, right? Like, you know, hey, we, we we talk all this stuff about you know the police officers and, and and I know um firsthand nobody can't tell me anything you know I'm not against police officers but I know it's a, a ton of police police officers are not saved 
right? Yeah. I know it's a pun I, I know it's a yeah. ton of police officers that um that are saved, but they're not making a noise on their job, right? Mm -hmm. Just like with anything else, right? And I know there's a ton of people that that when they get to their place of employment, they put they put God down, so to speak. They're saved. They tell people I'm saved, right? But that's it don't it doesn't go any Beyond further that. than that. They don't impact. And I believe as as believers, wherever we go, we need to impact wherever we go. Right. right for the for the uh, Romans 1 16 says for I am not ashamed of the gospel for it's the power of God right so anywhere we go we can't be ashamed of this gospel like it ain't my job first it's God first right right exactly. it's God over everything right and so and so a lot of times um, and the reason why back to what you said about other pastors saying well I don't think people really you know um, understand how um, important it is to to evangelize because I think personally that um, as pastors, I think that we need to um, challenge our our uh, membership, right? Mm -hmm. Especially our memberships that's in a leadership role outside of the church, right? I think we talk a whole lot about um, church, you know, being a leadership role here, being a leadership role there, but we forget about that this has to transform into your leadership wherever you are. Right. Yeah. So you, you need to be a godly police officer. You need to be a godly principal. You need to be a godly doctor. You need to be a godly accounting. You need to be right. And so I believe that every now and then we have to get those people that's in leadership role. Right. Because a lot of times what we don't see, we don't see um, when they get on their places of employment. It's like a doctor. Heck or doctor. We don't see yeah, yeah. that people don't see like they, they you know, they, they don't they don't show the love of Christ. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And they try to separate um, my job from... Your spiritual life. There's, there's, yeah, there's, yeah. there's no separation. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's wrong thinking, right? right? There's no separation, you right. know? And so um, and so we try to we try to get out, um, you know, because um, you can catch me on the block. You can ride through here and catch me on the block talking to guys on the street, the guys in the... So those guys who, where I hustle and those guys who knew me, they need to see me. Mm. They need to see me. Yeah. They need to see that God has transformed my life. Right. And not only do they need to see me, they need to hear me. Yeah, exactly. Right? Exactly. They need to hear me. They yeah. don't just need to see me. They need to hear me. They need to, they need to hear, they need, they need to see me interacting. You know what I mean? Because it's one thing for them to see me like, oh, Harry, you're pastor now, you're bishop now. Yeah. Right? right? And so they need to hear, they need to see and hear, and they need to see how I respond to the same stuff they got to respond to. Right? Right? And then, so if they don't, if they don't, if they don't do that, they need to see us out, um, you know, um, doing things for the community. They need to see us out, you know, uh, uh, making a, a difference in the community. You know, right. they, yeah. they need to see us out, you know. Um, and and I, I thank God that He allows us to be able to. He empowers us and allows us to be able to do it. Right. Yeah. It's it's cool to hear like from the quote um, from your website. Um, you mentioned like holistic solutions, and obviously with what you just said, um, people. Their greatest need is um, Christ. Like we need, we need forgiveness and we need uh, salvation. We need His grace. Um, so it sounds like that's a huge part of what you you mean when you say taking things beyond these church walls and that evangelizing, Great Commission, all that. That's right. But I love of from our past conversations too. If you want to go in this briefly, um, your church, I think, in the New Testament. 
obviously the word of God continued to multiply. That's right, people that's right. were added daily. Like people people yes, were coming to Christ, but also that local church or the uh, New Testament church was meeting physical needs. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. So, and I think you, oh, yeah. if you want to go oh, into your oh, church, yeah, man, like we, what y'all do for the man, community. we 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 um, as, mm-hmm. as a matter of fact, and you can, you can come and volunteer anytime you want. Yeah. But we do a we do a big um, we do do a big food giveaway um, every um, second Wednesday of the month. Tomorrow okay. we oh, you know, nice. okay. and we give away about a ton, two tons of you know uh, right outside here. Mm-hmm. Man, we have cars right around the corner. Right. And um, we have a pantry. Um, I'll show you. We got a pantry in here um, that's open every day. Okay. While we're here now, somebody might come. They might see my truck, knock on the door. Can I, you know, so I go in there and give them something, bag it up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I have a list of um, um, elderly um, couples, Mm -hmm. um, some single. um, I think one couple, um, one elderly lady, she's married, but the rest of them, they're widows. But, I go around, right? And I get on. We got a cart. I go around. Um, I get on my cart, and I go take them, go to their house, knock on their door, take them food, yeah. you know, take them gift cards, yeah. um, you know. And 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 the truth of the matter is, every elderly person that I go and do this for, they don't. They're not members of the church, mm. Mm. right? Right. Right. And so. Um, so they may say stuff, of course, you know, because they identify with my pastor. And I told him, well, I'm representing him. Yeah. Because <laughs> we all part of the body. Yeah, that's right. right? So um, I can't tear him down. You know right. what I mean? Because I, I haven't talked to him. So I don't know why he he hadn't been here. I don't know why. You know what I mean? Yeah, so sure. um, because it's it's just a joy for me to be able to do it. And so we go around. um we we work with the we work with um, different organizations that's in this community now, mm-hmm. um, you know, and we we partner and so all of us put our heads together, you know, in service to community, however way we can service to community. Right. Like I always, you know, if if, if folks want to come here and have meetings, you know, I've had um, before we moved in this location, I think we had about um, we we may have had about. 40 top CEOs in the city meet here, mm. right? And um, so I, we, we always try to open our doors um, mm. to the community, whichever way we can. Sure. Um, we're, we're actually, um, we're in the process, we're building homes. Yeah, that's we just, cool we just we, we're, yeah. Um, we're doing affordable homes. Yeah. We just, um, we built our first one um, in March. Um, so we already have a young lady in there. Um, cool, we, we're, we're in the process now, we're building, it's, Three of them up in the air now, and okay, so nice. uh, one of them be ready in March, early March, maybe earlier. And so um, our, our goal, we wanted to build sixty. We wanted to build about sixty homes in this area. It's a little bit more challenging now because this this neighborhood. I don't know if you know about this neighborhood or not. I see you. Um, I see your little article on it. Yeah, sure. but it's one of the most oldest um, um, intact um, historical neighborhoods in Florida. This neighborhood here. Um, this neighbor here, this 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 neighborhood here, which is this area is called Out East. So that's how you know people gonna know you know what you're talking about. So when you're talking, you gotta tell them Out East, right? Yeah, Out East Jacksonville. So, um, but um, so this neighborhood is now to others always been this way to us. But this neighborhood is the pretty girl that nobody saw, mm-hmm. and then you decide to take her outside. Yeah. <laughs> and now everybody sees her. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Not everybody want her. And so want, everybody want her now. And so you have a lot of investors. I mean, we ride up the street. I can walk to the stadium. Yeah, I, it's right there. Right yeah, there. I was surprised yeah, how yeah. close it was. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you have all the investors coming here. You have, you know, so you have people um, in the natural, let me say that. You have people in the natural who pockets are longer than ours. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And so they can come and buy up stuff real quick. And so, so we're finding ourselves, you know, have like door to door, like, hey, listen, listen, we're trying to keep the neighborhood intact. You know, if you all so happen to want to sell, please give us the opportunity to get the properties first. Right. right? And so we can, you know, so us building the, the 60 homes that we wanted to build. It's a little bit more challenging than we than we hope because, like I said, everybody sure. at every, you know. Yeah, so, um, but we're but we're grateful for the. Um, so we got we we have um, we have nine nine properties now, right? Awesome. We got nine properties now um, that we're um, that we're living uh, that we're looking to mm-hmm. build on, mm-hmm. and, um, and we're actually about to build a community center that's going to yeah, wrap around right, the church. Right. Yeah, so um so that's in the that's in the workings right now. They they're going through the rendering stage now. Right. And um so um, we're really excited about that yeah. to build a community center, yeah, man. man. That's great. Yeah, all, yeah. all of it is is awesome because helping like you said earlier with the example of picking up trash or cleaning stuff around the church, whatever, like all of those little things just meeting physical needs is just a great opportunity to um Share the gospel. This That's is right. it's That's a right. good opportunity to do these things in the name of Jesus to to give Him glory and um, uh, I, I love it. I yeah. think it's it's cool that you take uh, initiative in that and um, not just you know not just the physical needs either. Oh, yeah, like yeah, you're yeah. not going to leave out you're not going to leave out. No nah, man, and it, it's good. You, it sounds like you got a good balance. Man, and, and, and we got awesome. We, we we actually thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah we um actually man we right now we're in the process now. I'm trying to um, get someone to run. Our um, because we have we have ex prisoners here, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, we have ex addicts, right? And so we're trying to um start a um addict um anonymous, basically, you know. Okay, like yeah, I yeah. anonymous, I you know yeah, what yeah. I mean. So mm-hmm. um, and we're trying to get um um you know those individuals to come and just talk, just talk to people, because you know a lot of times people just don't know um they don't have nobody to talk to, right? Mm-hmm. They don't have nobody to talk, and then they want to talk. Right. Yeah. Like I so 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 one of the things that I incorporated um, here, our Bible study is normally normally on Thursday nights. So um, once a month, once a month, um, I have anybody who want to come to the microphone, and they and they and they expound mm-hmm. on, on on scripture. Right. Mm-hmm. If it's something they want to, they able to come to the microphone, talk about it. You know. Yeah. And um, I, I just everybody who yeah. come normally gets up. And it gives people opportunity, you know, because um, you, you're able to hear them. Because yeah, yeah. think about it, uh, you know, a lot of times you come to church, the pastor's just talking, right? right yeah. And so you have a lot of people sitting in there, you don't know what they're thinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You don't yeah. know what's on their heart, God what's on their mind. Yeah. You don't know, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Right? And so, um, you, you know, you may be wondering like, oh, Brother Johnny, he seems a little off, right? Uh, he yeah. seems, you know, <laughs> and, but when you start, when, you, when they start talking, and then you start understanding, right? Mm-hmm. Then you then you're more able to um, identify with what you're I dealing think, with, yeah. Mm-hmm. And how you can be assistant to that person, like, well, that brother need prayer in this area, yeah. yeah. Uh, she need prayer in this area, or you know, they need to be pushed in this area, or whatever, you know, right. they need to be challenged in this area, you know. Right. So um, we give we give them an opportunity to do that. That's 
Yeah, yeah. Man. yeah well, this has been fun. Yeah, yeah, man. I, I, I appreciate it. It's, no, it's cool knowing, uh, yeah, how it all started, renting rent a couple cars. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, I remember, too, yeah, you just celebrated 20 years. So, again, 20 congrats years. to, yeah, to yeah, you man. and your, Praise and your God. wife. Yeah, I don't yeah. know how she's dealt with you this yeah. so long. Yeah, I don't but, know how she done it. <laughs> I, I don't know how she I, I told her. I told her I need, they need to name a, a boulevard after me for 20 years. Uh, 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 airport, I need to have a statue or something. But it's been good. 20 years, man, it, it don't seem like it's been that long. But it's been, oh, by the grace awesome, of God, it's been, God, it's been good for yes, 20 sir. years, man. So, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm honored. Yes, sir. Yeah, well, on. despite your day-to-day, thanks again for, for taking the time. I'll uh, definitely look forward to obviously keeping in touch. We'll see you rent some cars. But um, like you said, volunteering and stuff, I think with my work, I actually get a few days that I can request off specifically for volunteer purposes. So uh, that's, that sounds like it'd be a cool little fit to oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. get a day off of work and come help. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, it goes awesome. pretty quickly. Yeah. yeah, it goes pretty quick. We we, we, we we hunt those. I mean, we get those cars out of that, man. It goes pretty quick. And it's fun. Yeah. You know, we have fun. You know, we joke. We have clean. We, we have fun. Yeah. Man. You know, and it, it goes, the times go by, you know, it go by real fast. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, I, I thank you, man. Yeah, man, absolutely. Thank you.